this is Cynthia McIntosh. And this is Abraham. And we want to welcome you to our new show, Rock and Talk. Hey, thank you for listening to the new Rock and Talk show. This is your life coach, artist development specialist from Success with McIntosh, and your host for the evening, Cynthia. And I'm here with my co host, Abraham. Hi, yeah, Abraham. Just me. Hello, just plain old no, Abraham. That's me. <laughs> no, no, Abraham. Hi, I was going to tell you to introduce yourself. I was just getting there. <laughs> oh, forgive me. Forgive me. Well, I don't know what to say. Uh, Abraham Music Project, and we have a guest today. Uh, and I'm going to let you introduce Jason in in full honors. I did happen to look up his uh, Reverb Nation, and we're neighbors. I'm on there, too. Maybe afterwards we should connect, Jason. But welcome to the show. Cynthia, introduce your guest. Yeah, this is Jason D'Amico. He has been on the show before. We've been in touch. Hi, Jason. It's great to have you on the show again. And uh, yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about what, what you're doing? Tell us a little bit about yourself. And you've got a long list of awards. I'm going to let you share what you want to share about all that. But you have been one busy guy since I talked to you last. Yeah, yeah, trying to condense, you know, 100 hours worth of information. It's about <laughs> <laughs> less less than an hour. It, yeah, I'll, I'll try my best. It, it's, <laughs> it's great. It's really great. It's been a, a steady uphill climb since I was born and it just keeps getting steeper and steeper and you know what it you're more equipped with each with each lunge forward and that's the way it should be you know it's just great uh acting music production recording everything and it's it's all it's all coming together quite beautifully for a a a, a career that hopefully lasts for a long time you know, and you just keep building it. So it's it's great. We've got a lot of cool stuff going on. A lot of commercials have come out this year that I was able to to act in or be a part of and, and kind of create. Yeah, I just saw one of your for. commercials today. Yeah, yeah, with Semper. <laughs> so that 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 went great. Uh, that shot a couple of months back in in Brooklyn, New York, somewhere in Brooklyn. I don't even remember where, but it was it was on on the island somewhere. And uh, yeah. Uh, Fantastic shoot. Looks like it's going viral, which is cool. And yeah, uh, believe it or not, for that thing, I I ended up submitting an audition tape for that, and I kind of went off script. <laughs> so they <laughs> called me. They called me back, and they said, "Hey, uh, not not exactly what we were looking for, but we kind of want to write a part for you. Do you, you are you interested? And we want to take that contest." And I said, "Yeah, sure." That's you know, great. so uh, it was. It was basically me being me on camera. and I was, was going to say, Jason, I, I might be wrong, but I get the feeling you're not one of those people that somebody can just put in a box and say this is what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do it. I kind of think that you're better at just improvising and being yourself. Just a guess, but yeah, an, edu- yeah, an, and, an and, you know, educated it's, one. It's, <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because it takes a while to learn that, and I always had a hard time when I was in middle school and high school, you know, growing up. And I just never really felt like I fit quite right with certain situations. And then I realized, oh, well, because I'm, I'm supposed to be kind of in my individual area. And that was uh, honestly not to, not to go down too much with 
you know, down the, the bunny trail of details here, but I was on, I was on track for being a studio musician. I was going to go to school, you know, like Berkeley college of music or, or the new school in New York or whatever. And for, for jazz drumming, like for jazz performance or, you know, whatever. And that didn't happen for various reasons, but you know, God's got a plan and, uh, I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I think you are right. And that's, that's a blessing and a curse, but it's, <laughs> it's cool. You know, it's, it's, it's a big, it's a big picture chair. And that's, that's just how I see things, I think. And I, I like, I like being there. It's, it's a cool place. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about having you on the show because Abraham has a lot of background with film and movies and right. music and whatnot. I think you guys have a lot in common. You'll have a lot of fun talking tonight. Yeah. So it should be, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, I was, I was just thinking about times we've auditioned um, people for parts, and uh, it's true. I, you know, from from looking at somebody through the camera, I think Cynthia, you and I may have talked about this over the phone, but there's some people who they they may come across with their charisma when you see them with the human eye, but it doesn't always translate into the lens and we like to say you know either the camera likes them or the lens likes them and others just play so well when they're on camera and um, to add to that um, some authenticity uh, like if you're using your own personality Jason and, and they're picking up on that you know that that adds a lot of power to any um, production because it's it's really about that I mean your music feels like it's you uh if your acting feels like it's you i mean all that stuff that's that's awesome i'm glad that they picked up on it i'm sure it came out great well thanks yeah i, I really appreciate it uh it, it did um you know when when we were in the middle of it i i was really a little nervous because they sent me the script the night before and i was trying to get all this it's like three minutes worth of information it was a monologue and trying to you know tie together all the all the plot points all the facts and the figures and luckily we were able to get the whole thing you know probably in about eight or ten takes they obviously cutted what they wanted in and out and you know the last take i said hey look why don't i just do this like i did on the audition and they said, okay, you know, because they had time. And uh, I'd probably say at least half or two-thirds of the video is just me spitballing it, you know, improv. And <laughs> Great. Sometimes that works, you know. Sometimes that works. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's a complete uh, failure. But it, it seemed to work that time, which was cool. And it's the same thing with music, the same thing with film, same thing with, with a lot of things in life, you know. Absolutely. So, Jason, what are you working on right now? I know you have a lot of projects going this year. In fact, we were going to be celebrating on the show tonight a new release, but I guess the timing is a little off on that, so we're not going to do that. But we are going to play one of the songs from your new release, correct? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, we can we can definitely celebrate it because it's it's out there. It is up. We got the website up in time and we've for the show. And we have, so the website's live. We've got the YouTube channel up. We have our Instagram, our Facebook, and oh, wonderful. our Twitter. Yeah, the only thing Perfect. is we don't have the song available for purchase on iTunes, Amazon, which 
unfortunately, we just weren't. It, there's, there's just too much going on. We weren't able mm-hmm. to get that solidified before today. However, okay. I, I can tell you a little bit about the project. Uh, we want to get into that right now. Yeah, go ahead. Tell us about the project. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. It's yeah, I know you. Are. We've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, yeah, and it's been it's been a it's been an endeavor uh, that I've wanted to, to to go for for a long time, and I, it just never really happened up until this point because I feel like I'm ready to to take it on. And it's called, like I said, it's called Cross. It's essentially it's a faith based hard rock metal project. And I'm I'm so excited. I've got I'm building a team for it. We're we're going to be getting a band together next year and, and start touring in, in 2018. Very very likely. Uh, the first Wonderful. music video is out. We ended up doing the the cover for Grace Like Rain, which we'll probably hear in a little bit. The, the right. audio of that. And I again I'm thrilled. Let's just see what happens with it. You know, I've been doing the blues thing for about seven years, and I love it. I think it's still something that I'll I'll keep doing and and stay true to for a long time. However, this is a part of me that, you know, when I was a kid, I I grew up, and I still am a kid, you know, come on. But (laughs) when I was a teenager, I was listening to Metallica and Pantera, and I still do to this day, and I love love that that heavy kind of music, and Petra, you know, and the, the Christian rock metal genre. So uh-huh. it's that type of sound and just trying to translate it with a message that I think can help a lot of people in the world. I, I just see a lot of pain in the world right now, especially in this day and age. And, and I, I just want to try and put something together for perhaps an audience that's not being reached. That's just the right. overall vision. Right. So, uh, Jason, you were, you were talking about, you know, the, the work you're putting into planning this tour and, and, you know, getting the band together and all the steps you've taken to sort of package package this uh, as a product and, and you as a band. Um, can you share briefly, just for sake of some of the, the listeners who are maybe haven't quite got the same amount of experience as you do, um, can you share with us a little bit about, you know, what does it take to put together the show um, and – also, you know, get a tour set up to go promote. Can you let us in on that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I can, I can throw in my two cents. I'm sure everybody's got their, their different opinions and uh, experiences with it. I, I think the main thing is just the first thing from the beginning is, are you prepared? Do you want this? Like the, I've probably played, oh, I've done over 500 shows in the last seven, eight years. It's probably been more than that. And Mm -hmm. between juggling it, because I'm a college student as well, I'm getting my business degree online. So between that and and everybody, you know, if you're trying to make it in the music industry, you have to be able to to put some income in there and you have to do do whatever it takes. You know, that's part of the advice as well. Do whatever it takes to, to keep your funds up and to stay out of debt. I think that's the, the just, just as well as being prepared. Those are like the two major things, you know, stay out of debt, keep working and, and really be prepared for a grind. You know, it's, it, it's very, it's very strenuous. 
the driving, the the the, the playing right. until two in the morning. You know, I've done I've done solo shows. I mean, half of the shows I've done, you know, probably 250, 300 of those shows over the last however many years have been solo, and they're four hours long. It's great. Wow. Money. It's it's great. But yeah, they're four hours. You know, you, you have four 50 minute sets or whatever, four 45 minute sets, and it's 10 to two, or it's eight to 12, or you know, whatever. So it it's one of those things where you got to love it. And if if you don't love it, believe me, you won't do it <laughs> because it's, <laughs> it's just one of it's just one of those things. So I'd probably say it's the first thing. You know, the other the other things are learn 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 the business, get get savvy. I tell people this all the time. You know, being being in this industry as a teenager compared to in your mid twenties or early mid twenties, like I am, totally different story. Total, it's like night and day, and and work with people that you trust, you know, and contracts, man. That's important. <laughs> Put it down on yeah. paper. So it, a lot of a lot of those just like simple, simple things that I don't think people really talk about. You know, value systems. You're bad. Right. Okay. For me personally, I'm in the gym five times a week. I don't smoke. I, I, I very rarely drink, you know, um, so for me, I like having people around me that have a similar value system. And, I, and I'm not going to sit there and say I'm not going to hire anybody because they don't choose to have that lifestyle. I'm just saying that it's going to be easier on them as well because perhaps they should be around others that have that lifestyle or, or share that. It may be easier right. for them to work in that kind of environment. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit bit more about that when we come back. I want to take a break and play Grace Like Rain, since you're talking about Cross. Go for it. And then uh, when we come back, I'd like you to tell us a little bit about that song. And then I do want to talk more about the value systems and the visions that you have for your bands and the people you work with. Because I think that is a really important aspect of being an artist, especially a touring artist. And um, also, uh, I would like to talk a a bit about what you do for getting your shows out there, your marketing, because you are really good at social media marketing. In fact, really, <laughs> I, I so? want to ask you, I want to ask you, well, I think I want to ask you, when we were on the show a year ago, you told me that you were working on a bunch of different uh, videos that you were going to put on YouTube that we were laughing about. Your bedroom, what was mm-hmm. a bedroom concert? <laughs> The bedroom, rock, like bedroom rock concert series, yeah. <laughs> out. I want to hear. Out. I want to hear how that went. Yes. But first, well, let's yeah, listen. Out. So we'll we'll talk about it later. Yeah, let's take a break and listen to Grace Like Rain, and then we'd like to hear the story behind it. Okay, cool. we'll be back right after this.
music can hold you, take a mold you, calling out to the dry bone, shaking dust off, bringing dead up, calling all the fed up, looking to the hill with the red run, taking my chains and my shackles that were broken, death in the whole day, here for the purpose, dedicated service, Christian insurgent, cleaning all my veins, even never get a turd, when 10,000 years we have been in his presence, we cry out the praises of endless endeavors, sin is alike in the face of perfection, righteousness brought for our dead and collected, forever we sing of the blessings he's given, praises will rise as the dark to don't take and we started one day and there's no time it's missing, heavenly siblings cry out as we sing it, hallelujah. So I'm awake now. That's not exactly uh, bedtime music, is it? <laughs> great, great tune, Jason. Really strong hook. The chorus is really powerful. Production was great, and uh, it was really nice. Is that you? you uh, there, there was a sense of like you know a form that is somewhat familiar, but you gave it a nice spin, and and it's that authenticity again. Really enjoyed the tune, man, and some great rock and playing too. Who did all the Bob, instrumentals Bob, on Bob. that, Jason? Uh, so I played everything on it and, and engineered it. And uh, my buddy, Nate Hughes, who is up in upstate New York, I'll be seeing Nate back in about a week. I'll be heading up there again. Um, he is the featured rap artist. He, you can find him mm. uh, with crosswords. I think he's getting his social media together. But Nate Hughes, just check him out on Instagram and everything. But he's he's totally involved as well. Uh, but yeah, as far as you know, the instrumentation, I'm I'm playing all the parts on that one and singing all the the vocals as far as the the singing. Okay. Hey. Uh, well, I wanted to thank everybody for listening to the show and wanted to give you the phone number to call in if you have any questions for Jason or Abraham or myself. You can reach us. Call into the show at eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight. We would love to hear from you and. Uh, Give us a call. So, Jason, tell us about that song. What's the story behind it? The story. Well, uh, here we go again. Um, <laughs> you know, twenty. I know this is your new project, of, so. Yeah, twenty-four hours worth of information into about twenty-four seconds. So, basically, I wanted to launch the project with a song that. I think a lot of people know, 
Right. You know, Todd Agnew made this song really famous. Or Chris, Chris Tomlin, Todd Agnew, they, they made that song pretty famous a while back. It's been around in the churches. And even people that don't go to church, they, they know about it. And, I th- you know, obviously to him, you know, it's Amazing Grace with, with Spin. Uh, I wanted to start out with a cover and, and just invite people in. You know, it's a sound that rock and roll, there's a real spirit about it. There's a spirit about there's a spirit of rebellion, um, which is if, not to get not to get too theological here, but if, if you look at if you look at some lines in the New Testament and some of the things that went down, I won't go into too much detail, obviously, because we can't get into that in this program. But there's there's obviously a lot of rebellion going on, a lot of rebelling against reality. That's another hashtag that that we'd like to use, you know, to rebel against reality. And what does that mean? And I think grace is honestly rebelling against reality. It's it's treating others, you know, the way you'd like to be treated, even when it doesn't seem like, you know, it, it seems like the exact opposite of what you want to do, but you strive to do it anyway, you know, or having faith when all is seeming to to be falling apart at the seams, literally, in your life or in other people's lives, health-wise, condition-wise, you know. So that, that's kind of the idea. And obviously, for my belief system, again, not getting into too much detail, people can figure it out. Cross <laughs> is obviously the, the cornerstone of that message. And... I think people should just be aware of the information. You don't have to believe anything that I believe in. I'm just going to talk about some of the information that's changed my life, you know, and, right. and some of that information can be found on the cross site, crossofficial.com. I've got my testimonial up there. And if you guys are more, uh, if, you have, if you want to learn more information about that, feel free to check us out, crossofficial.com. You can follow all of our social media from, from that platform. But yeah, I know a little bit about your story, and I uh, one of the things that really impresses me is that you've gone through some pretty hard times. You've had health issues, but yet, yeah, you and I have talked about it a few times, even just over the phone. We talked about it on the last show too, but we've talked over the phone about it about how some things in life can be really difficult. Like you know, as you know, I went through some cancer issues, but it's all a matter yeah. of how you look at it and what you do with it. And it can something that can be really difficult or very uh, negative. You can turn into a positive if you handle it right. And I think uh, yeah. you have a very very positive attitude, and you do try and I see you on on Facebook. You're not shy about just saying this is what I'm going through. But you know what? <laughs> you know you just don't huh. let it get you down. <laughs> and it's just awesome. Yeah. It, well, thanks. Uh, it's it's one of those things where. I think you'll I, I think you'll agree with me with this. It gets to it gets to a point where there's no other option. You know, it you can, have to, true. Yeah, there's no other option, and that's that's kind of where I'm at in my life. Where yeah, there there's no other option but to look at the glass half full. You know, half full with water and half full with air for whatever right. that's worth. I, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, yeah, I do, know, but you know, there out. is there is another option. You just don't give it to yourself. There are a lot of people that just are really depressed and give up, and life gets tough. And people do take other yeah. options. You just don't choose to. You don't let that be an option, and that's a positive thing. That's what makes you. I think that's one of your strengths. Well, one of many. 
Believe, <laughs> believe me, you, there there were times that you did not want to know me. Uh, but the the whole thing is, it's part of the process. Like, I've, one of my mentors, he dated this woman way, way, way back. This was before he was married, and he said. He said to me, one of the biggest pieces of, she was a psychologist, and one of the biggest pieces of advice that she gave him way back was um, losing faith in the process is part of the process. And that, ah. that's one of the things that has stuck with me. And you look at it time and time again. If, if you want to use a theological standpoint, I mean, look, look at the stories in the Bible where things were totally, totally falling apart by the seams. But... You know, at the end of the day, it works out for the the greater good, and you just right. gotta have faith in that. And yeah, that's that's about it. You know, uh, right. beyond that, I have no idea because I'm <laughs> I'm just well, a Jason, human we, being. We, and we have a couple that. of callers that want to call are uh, calling in right now that okay. you'd like to talk to. Cool. Um, we have Rick yeah. from North Carolina on line two. Hi, Rick. Yeah. Well, actually, the name's Nick, and I'm a fan ah. and follower of Jason. Uh, Oh, hey, good uh, for you. Welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you. Welcome thank to the you. show, Nick. Um, you just take questions, is that it? Whatever you have, comments, questions, suggestions, <laughs> concerns, Speak jokes, your mind. Couple jokes funnies, whatever. <laughs> uh, I've followed Jason for a couple years now. I've seen him in a few places. He's hard and to I keep like up with. Huh? Yeah, he is. He's hard to keep up with. <laughs> but he's not he's not hard to listen to. It's he no. puts on a pretty good show. I, I like the power of his music. I particularly really love his guitar work. I'm I'm crazy about it. I I talk to other people about it. I'm I'm, I'm probably a good marketing person for him. But, uh, <laughs> I, I, I love his guitar too. I was actually gonna comment on that. I love his guitar playing. I think he's great. I think he could play for, with anybody or for anybody in the world. I, I, I think that well of him. Um, I got his CD Terra Firma. Without getting too granular, I, there are a few cuts on it. My favorite one because the riffs is uh, my baby. And this is going to sound like, you know, play your old stuff, Jason. Uh, <laughs> I know a lot of musicians get into that. So yeah, I love Terra Firma. I think I, oh, you, you great. listen to that too, Cynthia. Oh yeah. Well, yes, what I, I wanted to ask Jason. What I wanted to ask Jason, aside from the the bulk of his work at his young age and and the quality of his work, the fact that he the fact that at least on one of his albums he did the whole thing on his own. Uh, I've recently understood that there's something called music dynamics. It's it's something I really didn't think about until I started listening to his music. And essentially, it's kind of like I, I would put it as a layered approach to developing, uh, uh, you know, a recording, uh, a single recording like like my baby or she's my girl or or one of those cuts. And I wanted to ask Jason, I said, how, how did, did he stumble on that? Did he did he learn it somewhere? Did it come natural to him? Because when I listen to him do things, particularly I use my baby as an example, uh, he takes a cut and he keeps building the guitar work, and then it comes to a crescendo, and it, it, it just blows me away. So I wanted to ask you, Jason, how, how did yeah. you come across the, the music dynamics that you uh, portray? I think, uh, you know, honestly, 
And this is a this is a great question because it actually points to what we were talking about earlier, which is the blues background. You know, I I've really I've always been and and probably always will be a an organic roots type of person as far as playing and listening. So that's you know, talking about Zeppelin and the Beatles and the police and the doors. I mean, you know, these are some of the most dynamic bands of all time. And those are some of my biggest influences. You know, Grand Funk Railroad and and Hendrix, Steve Ray Vaughan. You know, these, these are masters of, of tension and release. These are masters of tone, individuality and, and overall dynamics. So I, honestly I have to give them all the credit because it captured my ear. I spent a bunch of countless hours trying to figure it out. Probably still haven't really figured it out. But I, I do my own spin on what I love. So I have, to, I have to give them the credit. And even Metallica and Pantera, for what it's worth, and, and, and uh, Five Finger Death Punch in this day and age. There's a lot of modern bands that do it as well, but not as much as back in the day. And that, to me, it's, it's a real shame. The Cars. Perfect example. I mean, the car. Talk about layering and dynamics. You know, the cars are 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 huge, huge influences of mine. So I got to give them all the credit. Well, Jason, we have another caller. You can hang in there, but we have another caller. We have Wagner on line four. Hi, Wagner. Jay. Hey, Jay. How are you? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I know. I know uh, Jason many years back. You know, I'm calling from New York State, and uh, I've known Jason for a long time. And you know, one thing he is—he's an excellent social media marketing guy. He is. He, does that. he really is. Like a like. You see, when he you talk to him, he's a social media marketing guy. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Well, I have very often wondered. He is so busy, and I've often wondered how in the world he has the time to do as much social media marketing as he does. And if you put, if you message him on social media, he's back to you in five minutes. I don't know how you do it. You must be sitting there looking at your phone all day. And it doesn't I, matter what time of the I, day, probably, he gets right back to you. <laughs> yeah, I probably am. And that, that's, especially when you're a college student, that's a problem. When, you, when you're trying to do accounting <laughs> and statistics, it really, it, it's, I got to put the thing away. But <laughs> it's tough. You know, this is what I love to do. I love talking music, and I love talking with bands and, and, and friends, you know. So it's, it's like, you know, it, the phone usually wins the battle, fortunately. Was it, <laughs> was it, Abraham, was it, was it Abraham who was t- talking about lens and uh, how you come across on the camera and, you know, um, knowing Jason yes. and AC? I, I'll give my age away by saying this, but I remember when Elvis <laughs> first came on television. <laughs> You're and still you know a baby. With lots of presents, Jason, right? <laughs> Jason looks like Elvis. <laughs> hey, but I, I, I noticed that resemblance on one of the one of the photos of you too, uh, Jason. That you you definitely had the uh, Elvis thing going on, man. <laughs> yeah, for, fortunately and unfortunately, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. My my name really is Steve. It's Colonel Tom Parker. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what it is? It, here, here's the problem. 
with with no beard at Delvis, with a beard it's John Snow. So either way, I, I walk around right. and, and everybody's oh, oh you're John Snow from Game of Thrones. You know if I have like a month long of beard and and then I get rid of it and then it's like oh you're Elvis and it's like okay great thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, some of those solos I've heard on some of your tunes, man, I, I can hear that Stevie Ray Vaughan thing going on, too. Some great uh, blues uh, expression going on. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> Are you guys yeah, ready for another song? Stevie. I'm ready to hear more yeah, music. Sure. You guys ready for another song? Uh, okay, well, we're going to take a break, and we're going to listen to No More Tears to Cry. And we'll be back right after this. I see your picture on the screen Takes me back to that summer when we was just 17 Lord knows I gotta keep my faith Looking up to that big night sky to pray Yeah Lord knows I got no more tears to cry for you It hurts me just as much as it doesn't for you Cause even if I tried, Lord knows I got no more tears to cry for you
tears to cry for you It hurts me just as much as it doesn't for you Cause even if I try, Lord knows I got no more tears to cry for you You are listening to the new Rock and Talk Show. This is Cynthia, and I'm here with my co-host, Abraham, and our guest, Jason. And we have a couple of callers still on the line, Nick and Wagner. And that we were just listening to No More Tears to Cry by Jason. So, Jason, we were talking a minute ago about the uh, how the vision in a, in a band, the people that you choose for your projects. And um, we've talked about that a couple of times with different guests on the show. And I find it something that's really important because if you don't all have the same vision, no matter how good the project turns out, it's going to break up. It's not going to do well because everybody's got something different that they want to do long term. So how do you, when you're talking to somebody about becoming part of your project, what are your values? What do you look for? What do you think is important when you're interviewing somebody or discussing some uh, your projects with somebody uh, um well number one can they play that's that's can they play the part? <laughs> well, probably number one yeah true. I, you know and then beyond that if yeah if they're killer players then uh yeah i don't know i mean just nice people you know nice people genuine people just simple it's about it Okay. As, far as, as far as like more details than that, it's, you know, yeah, everybody's got their different personalities and they have their own tendencies and stuff. But, uh, yeah, people, people that are just positive and fun to be around and that you can, I, I'm a very, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pretty intense person. I'm trying to work on that as I get older. <laughs> you are. So, right. yeah, you know, I, if anything, the, the lighter the personalities are around me, the better off it is. So that's that's probably for me that's probably the best advice I could I could give myself. And then if somebody out there is similar to me, maybe that works for them. If it's the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, bring bring yeah. in the bring in the people that are just totally you know Capricorn. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> well, I mean, that's the only way I can really put it. Yeah, Abraham, you might have some thoughts on this too, but the reason I asked is because I do work with artists and one of the things that I do run into frequently, it's a real common problem actually, is when friends get together and they create a band because they're friends and they might all be really talented, but you have one whose real main goal is to go on world tours and you have one who just really wants to do it for a year or two, but they their plan is to you know get married, have kids, settle down and you have one who's going to take off and go to college. And, you know, when everybody's got a completely different vision for their future, doesn't matter how good you are, two or three years from now, you're going to have yeah. problems. 
So well, you know, I, I, I always I always tell yeah. artists when they're putting a project together, the first thing to do is really sit down and even if you're you have all the talent in the world, if you do not have my values, if your vision is not the same as mine, we probably can't work together, at least not long term. And it's better to know now than uh, in, I, I, later. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, that's why I've been doing everything myself for a very long time. Uh, because that's that's why, you know, quick, quick, quick story. I was in a band when I was 15, high school, sophomore year. We won a battle of the bands, and uh, or we won second place, but we won studio time, and this story is on the Cross website, crossofficial.com, if you want to read more about it. Basically, win this battle of the bands, get $10, of, or 10, 10 hours of recording time, $500 at Guitar Center, whatever. So, yeah, we show up. I show up with my drums for the the day, the studio, the two days of the studio that we were going to record. You know, it's that that's that's a lot of money. I mean, that's about a thousand dollars worth of recording time, or at least five hundred dollars right. worth of recording time. And nobody showed up except for me. Oh and no! I mean, this, this was this was this was planned weeks in advance. Everybody had the dates on their calendars. Blah blah blah. And nothing against those guys. You know, I I, I still talk to them on you know somewhat of a decent basis once or twice a year keep in touch with them it, it just wasn't they 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 weren't into it or they for whatever reason they didn't want to get further involved so that's fine and i ended up tracking all the parts for one of our songs that we wanted to record and that was it you know at that point i realized that you know what at the end of the day you got to be able to if you can play the parts and 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 you have a vision just do the put the work in and do it if you want to get it done and you can't really rely on anybody else, but yourself at the end of the day. So <laughs> that was a real lesson I learned. Yeah. It was a real lesson I learned when I was 15. Yeah. Well, you learned it a lot younger than I did, but I, I have learned that I, I totally agree with you in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tend to try and do everything myself too, probably too much. How about you, Abraham? Yeah, me too. Well, me well, too. you know, I, I, I can relate to that, uh, Jason, because, you know, in, in doing my tunes, um, there's, there's two ways to go. One of them is if you, you have a vision and you know where, what you want the song to say, sometimes it's just simpler to, to express each of those parts. And, and other times, yep. if you have somebody you trust and, and you, you know that what they add is, um, not necessarily the same thing you have in mind, but it complements it, but adds new dimension. Having those guests right. put something down on the tracks, you, things you can't think of, and the, the, the tune takes on its own life, that's also really awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah an example of that is like Nate. Yeah, like Nate coming in on Grace Like Rain. I, I mean, without that was the whole idea of why that song, that cover was, the, the conception of that was he and I were working at the church up in New York, we were installing some audio equipment and we were just sitting there like, man, he's like, you know, you could, what you could cover really well. And he's like, race like rain. I said, yeah, dude. And what if we up the tempo and you had this like whole little rap section. And then that, I mean, that was it, you know, that was in five seconds, the whole <laughs> thing was just there. And you're absolutely right, man. That, that, that creative spark when, when the chemistry's there, you go with it. Yeah, I actually had a, a group on the show, I guess it's been about six months ago, that were so fun. But the reason they were fun, I had the whole, I had 
three of the band members on at the same time on the show. But one of the reasons mm. they were so fun is because the chemistry between the three of them was really insane. And they, they said that. They said it was really funny because one of them would bring up an idea and somebody would instantly come up with the music behind it. Somebody else would come up with the lyrics. But the three of them, when they heard it, they'd know that's what they had meant. That's what it just right, it just yeah. come together. And they said that they were writing music all the time because they just one person would say, you know, we should write about. And then somebody would say, hey, I got it. And they would just it would just instantly come together. Correct. And and they would write these really, really, really long songs. And they were just they were so much fun. They were really a blast. That's cool. <laughs> But their chemistry was just amazing. Well, I love it when know, I find a group like that. You know, I, it, it reminds me of a, a particular experience I had once. And it, it, you know, Jason, you're saying you start to talk about things regarding your faith and you don't want to get into it. And, and I definitely hold uh, to things that I don't want to get quite into. So I'll just give you the surface of this for you all to hear. Sure. But I was jamming with a friend. I'm, I'm jamming on the guitar. He's on the keyboards. We're in you know, a soundproof garage at the time and all that. And as we're playing, he plays this line on, on I think he was like jamming on a B3 organ or something. He plays this line. Oh. And when I heard the line that he played, I could hear the next line. And I remember I'm still playing the rhythm and jamming away. And I go, gosh, if he could yeah. just play this next line, it would be perfect. And he played the very line that I heard in my head. Yeah. Isn't that yeah, amazing? Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, amazing. That, that's yeah, if you I don't know if you're into the Chili Peppers at all, but John Frusciante, the, the guitar, the, well, ex guitar player, uh, he was you know he's with them for years, uh-huh. and he he talks about it's all in the air, you're just channeling yes. it, and I, I really like taking the same approach, and that's why blues is such an incredible genre because that those moments happen because the structures of the, the chord progressions and because. You know, there there's all these different licks that have been around for a hundred years now, and probably longer than that. And everybody's speaking with the same vocabulary. It's like the same language, but you're able you're able to communicate in a way that's still in a in a format that's structured, but but totally improvisational at the same time. Kind of like jazz when everything opens up, and right. things get really really interesting. And that, yeah, dude, that's that's a really cool story there. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're Cynthia, coming. You better take this over because uh, J- Jason and I are about to start talking for like five hours about all that stuff. <laughs> I-, I was just going to say, you guys, we only have a few more minutes. Um, I wanted to quick play one more song. I wanted to play Green Eyed Blonde, and then we'll have a couple of minutes to close close up the show. But we're coming to the end. Cool. So let's listen to Green Eyed Blonde, and we'll be back right after this. Sandals, sway 
looking smooth with a red dress on. She lights up the night like a candle. She's washing my soul, my green eyed blonde. You have to tell the audience what you called this song. <laughs> Explain uh, that sigh, Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jason, that's your lady killer song. <laughs> <All wrong. laughs> hey, Jason, we're almost out of time, but I wanted to quick give you a chance to tell everybody where they can find you online. Yeah, How do we get sure. in contact with you? So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, jasondomico.com and through there, you'll find all of my Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook page information. Uh, Instagram is Jay D'Amico Official. Uh, I think Twitter's the same thing. Just just go to Jason D'Amico, Jason and everything will be there for you. The icons, and same thing with Cross. 
crossofficial.com. Right in the top corner, you'll see all the icons, and you've got Cross Official Band, at Cross Official Band, that's Facebook page and Instagram, at Cross Official underscore is Twitter, and probably soon to be Spotify when we set it up. So that's Wonderful. obviously Cross stuff is still under construction, but that's where you can find us. Well, thank you so much. And I think Abraham is hinting to me that he wants to have you back. <laughs> that would be so, awesome. Uh, you know what? We, we just, we got to connect Abraham and, and, and just have a conversation, you know, that five hour conversation off the air yeah, man. as well. It, it was a pleasure talking with you. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. We will definitely have you back. Thank you everyone for listening. And we will see you here next week. You've been listening to Rock and Talk with Cynthia McIntosh and co-host Abraham. See you next week.